This is The Structuring Podcast. Hello and welcome back. This is Terry War, and today's topic is unit trusts and the two methods of borrowing. All right, so with trusts, trusts can't borrow. It's a, generally, it's the trustee that borrows the money. So let's say someone, perhaps Homer, he set up unit trust company, PTY Limited, and that company acts as trustee for the Simpsons Unit Trust. The company will be the borrower usually. It'll be the borrower in its capacity as trustee, and the trust will actually claim the interest on the loan, assuming the property bought is held by the trustee in its capacity as trustee. So the trust is a tax entity, but it's not a legal entity. So usually the trust will get the deduction. So that might be good, but these days with high rates and low yields, it's going to result in a, a loss. So the expenses of the, the property are going to exceed the rent received. So the property is going to be negatively geared. However, if it's owned in a trust, that loss is trapped in the trust. There's another way of borrowing with unit trusts, and that is the unit holder can be the borrower. So company as trustee can own the property. Company as trustee can give a mortgage to the lender, but the borrower could be Homer in his personal capacity. It's very hard to get finance like this, but it is possible. And where the unit trust meets certain requirements, it generally has to be virtually a fixed unit trust. So Homer is absolutely entitled to all the income of the trust, all the capital gains of the trust after the expenses have been paid. And where it's structured like that, Homer will actually be borrowing to buy the units in the trust rather than the property itself. And because these units produce income, Homer can personally claim the interest. So where there is a loss, the units will be negatively geared in Homer's name, and then Homer can actually get a tax refund from the ATO. Let's say the um, the rent's 20000 and the cost of interest is twenty five, ignoring the other costs. Homer's going to make a $5,000 loss. He's on the top rate of tax, so he'll get back virtually $2,400 because the units are producing income. Although that income is negative at the moment, that income is going to turn positive at some point. The reason banks don't like this is because the the mortgage or will be the company, but the borrower will be Homer. Usually the mortgager is the borrower. So the company as trustee would borrow the money and it would also give a mortgage over the trust property. In the second method, Homer's borrowing the money the trust is going to get a lump sum payment to it at settlement and then immediately use that to buy the property for cash. So things are a bit different. And you might ask yourself, why would you want to do this? Well, generally, you probably wouldn't. But it's a way to get decent asset protection from being sued by tenants, but also to get negative gearing benefits at the same time. And also the units are an asset which can be disposed of. So at a later date, Homer could sell the units that he owns in the trust to another entity 
For example, he might sell them to a discretionary trust or to a self-managed super fund even. Lots of legal requirements there, though. In New South Wales and Victoria, transfer of units rather than the title to a property, that can be exempt from stamp duty. There are thresholds. I think it's about $2 million in in New South Wales, but it is possible to do it without stamp duty. However, it will um, trigger a capital gains tax event. So this strategy allows for negative gearing early on and potentially shifting the property into a discretionary trust or a self-managed super fund indirectly later on. So as always, don't try this at home without legal advice from a solicitor and perhaps some tax advice from a a tax agent or a solicitor as well. Oh, and don't forget the broker because it is hard to get loans like this. So make sure you can get them before you actually set up the trust. And I, I just want to add, I have written an article about this on the Property Chat Forum, and the article is titled Unit Trusts and Two Methods of Borrowing. You've been listening to The Structuring Podcast. Check out the show notes for today's episode at www.structuring.com.au forward slash podcast.